0: And that's exactly why we do this Daily Neville every single day. We are ingraining within our own awareness the consciousness of being free, consciousness of freedom. This is a state-shifting tool that we get to apply every single day, coming back over and over again to this feeling of the wish fulfilled and this wisdom of the state of being which creates our world. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we're continuing with Neville's famous book titled Your Faith is Your Fortune, and this is the chapter titled To Him That Hath. Now, we're just going to go ahead and dive right into this amazing chapter, To Him That Hath. To Him That Hath. Take heed, therefore, how you hear, for whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken, even that which he seems to have. Luke 8.18 The Bible, Neville writes, which is the greatest psychological book ever written, warns man to be aware of what he hears. Then follows this warning with the statement, To him that hath, it shall be given, and to him that hath not, it shall be taken away. Though many look upon this statement as one of the most cruel and unjust of the sayings attributed to Jesus, it still remains a just and merciful law based upon life's changeless principle of expression. Man's ignorance of the working of the law does not excuse him nor save him from the results. Law is impersonal and therefore no respecter of persons. Man is warned to be selective in that which he hears and accepts as true. Everything that man accepts as true leaves an impression upon his consciousness and must, in time, be defined as proof or disproof. Perceptive hearing is the perfect medium through which man registers impressions. A man must discipline himself to hear only that which he wants to hear, regardless of rumors or the evidence of his senses to the contrary. As he conditions his perceptive hearing, He will react only to those impressions which he has decided upon. This law never fails. Fully conditioned, man becomes incapable of hearing other than that which contributes to his desire. We're going to go ahead and start right there. To him that hath it shall be given, and to him that hath not it shall be taken away, even that which... He previously had. Now, at first glance, this verse may seem to be somewhat opaque, but we're going to go ahead and make it very transparent right now. What this principle is expressing is the changeless law of expression. And that is that you express what you are. You express what you are, not what you want to be, not what you hope to be, not what you displace in time is eventually I will be. You express what you are and thus what you have you are given. The state that you're in will outpicture itself. And that which you don't have or confess that you don't have or believe that you don't have, you won't have. And if you believe that you don't have it, it will be taken away from you. Now, this can be used in all kinds of ways, good, bad, or indifferent. You can believe that you have something good and you have it. You can believe that you don't have something that you don't want, and it'll be taken away from you. This is the changeless law of expression. And what Neville is saying here is this law is no respecter of persons. What that means is, is that it works the same for everyone. It's not individualized. It's not only true for you or only true sometimes. It's true for everyone all the time. It is impersonal, no respecter of persons. And Neville says you mustn't discipline yourself. You have to discipline yourself to hear only that which you want to hear. Now, this is essentially Jedi mind tricks, because this is the ability to overcome the evidence of your senses using perceptive hearing, to use Neville's words here, basically using selective hearing. This is no matter what the world seems to be saying about whatever has your interest in the moment, no matter what the evidence appears to be you continue to choose to believe that all things are working together for the good of those who love God for the good of those who love I am well what is what does it mean to love I am well it means to be aligned and congruent with this law of expression with this law of perfect expression with this perfect law this impersonal perfect law that's what it means to love I am it means to be in the state of oneness with I am and therefore all things work together for the good of those who love I am. And to love I am is to remain rooted firmly in the feeling of the wish fulfilled regardless of the evidence of your senses. Now this does require discipline. It really does require a discipline and there's actually three disciplines that you could point to as being crucial to this practice. And it's the discipline of gratitude, the discipline of appreciation, and the discipline of joy. Because all three of those disciplines are evidence of the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And so when you are able to root and ground yourself in the discipline of gratitude, appreciation, and joy, that is rooting yourself in the discipline of hearing only what you desire to hear, and of loving God by understanding that all things work together for the good of those who love I am. Continuing with Neville's words. God as you have discovered, is that an unconditioned awareness, which gives to you all that you are aware of being. To be aware of being or having anything is to be or have that which you are aware of being. Again, you get what you are. The state of being that you're in outpictures itself. So who you believe yourself to be, that's how the world forms itself and crystallizes itself into form. In fact, it's based on your beliefs. It's based on your state of being, which is consists of your beliefs. We're going to get more into state of being as we go here in this book. Upon this changeless principle, Neville writes, all things rest. All things arrest upon this changeless principle. The answer to every question you could ever have is right here in front of you. It's this. This is the changeless principle upon which everything rests. There's nothing in your world that does not rest upon this changeless principle. To have, to be aware of being or having anything is to be or have that which you are aware of being. To him that hath, that which he is aware of being, it shall be given. Good, bad, or indifferent, it does not matter. Man receives multiplied a hundredfold that which he is aware of being. In keeping with this changeless law, to him that hath not, it shall be taken from him and added to the one that hath. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. You can only magnify that which you are conscious of being. all things gravitate to the consciousness with which they are in tune. Likewise, all things disentangle themselves from that consciousness with which they are out of tune. Divide the wealth of the world equally among all men, and in a short time, this equal division will be as originally disproportioned wealth will find its way back into the pockets of those from whom it was taken. Instead of joining the course of the have-nots, who insist on destroying those who have, recognize this changeless law of expression and consciously define yourself as that which you desire. Now, this is a very powerful exhortation by Neville. Rather than joining the course of the have-nots who demand that it is taken from those who have, Instead, understand this changeless principle that the state of being that you're in determines what you have and what you are. Therefore, if you desire to be rich, don't desire to make others poor, rather, choose to be in the state of wealth. And you will outpicture that state. It's quite simple. However, if you look out at modern society today, a lot of people don't see things this way. A lot of people think that. The answer to the disproportioned wealth is to take away from those that have and give to those that have not on a 3D material level. But in truth, the only way to change a disproportioned paradigm of wealth is to give to all people the consciousness or awareness or state of prosperity. That is the answer. To help all people find the power within themselves. And that's exactly why we do this daily Neville every single day. We are ingraining within our own awareness the consciousness of being free, the consciousness of freedom. This is a state-shifting tool that we get to apply every single day, coming back over and over again to this feeling of the wish fulfilled and this wisdom of the state of being which creates our world. Continuing with Neville's words. Once defined, your conscious claim established, continue in this confidence until the reward is received. As surely as day follows night, any attribute consciously claimed will manifest itself. Thus, that to which the sleeping, orthodox world is a cruel and unjust law becomes to the enlightened one of the most merciful and just statements of truth. I am come, not to destroy, but to fulfill. Nothing is actually destroyed. Any seeming destruction is a result of a change in consciousness. Consciousness always fills full the state in which it dwells. The state from which consciousness is detached seems to those not familiar with this law to be destructive. However, this is only preparatory to a new state of consciousness. Now, what Neville is saying there is that destruction is a result of a change in consciousness. And this is why once you change your state, you may witness the destruction of the old state. But this is not something to fear. This is actually something to embrace. Because as Neville says right here, this is only preparatory for the new state of consciousness. I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. Meaning the point is not the destruction, the point is the filling full of the new state of consciousness. This is the law that sets us free, because this can happen in any moment. Whenever we make that change of state, that change of mind, that movement in mind, immediately we set ourselves free. Claim yourself to be that which you want filled full. Nothing is destroyed. All is fulfilled. To him that hath, it shall be given. To him that hath, it shall be given. By entering the state of consciousness of being the one who has, be the one who has and is. And when you are in that state of consciousness, you are impressing that state onto the world around you, and it will crystallize, it will harden into material fact. And it is up to you to remain confident that this is the truth, that this is the way that your I am is the source of the world you are experiencing. That concludes this episode of Daily Neville. In the next, we will go into the esoteric concept called Christmas. Until then, imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next.